Trek to the provincial capital to see the final of Glasgow of the season. Look at this from Ottawa! Are you kidding me, Balu Tabla? What a finish that was! An overhead kick from outside the box, Jimmy! The audacity from Balu! Ottawa are officially heading to the 2022 Canadian play Canadian Premier League playoffs after finishing bottom of the table in 2021 this has been a special season for Carlos Gonzalez's men and you can see the emotion on the faces of these After the Whistle, the official podcast of the Capital City Supporters Group. I'm Johnny MacArthur. I'm here with Patty Dornan all season long. Every Tuesday, if I'm not friggin' down in Ricola's and Buckley's, but Wednesday's what I am, giving you analysis, reactions, and hot takes. Patty, how are you feeling after that one? We clinched it, baby. Yeah, we did, baby. <laughs> we fucking did it. <laughs> We're heading to the playoffs, spoon. everyone. We're fucking heading to the playoffs. <laughs> Wooden spoon to first to clinch the playoffs. Oh, Just my God. It feels me. so good. <laughs> uh, and plus, we murdered the Cavalry of Spruce Meadows again, which was great again. to watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got the. I finally I got to bed at like two forty five in the morning, um, and it was totally worth it. It was totally worth it. I called. Uh, <laughs> I called um, uh, Joey at the pub while the watch party was going on because uh, I had, you incredible. know I'm watching the game, having a few beers, and then when we won, everyone was just blowing up the chat. So I figured. So I called yeah. them. Looked like it was an, an yeah. absolutely rocking time at the GCP. Uh, what a what a match, man! What a yeah. match that was. Yep. <laughs> yeah it was it was funny i was it was uh it was my fiance's birthday that day so i actually watched it um on delay uh and like knowing the score and knowing the stats and then w- watching it play out afterwards was like truly hilarious <laughs> yeah 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 and man like five minutes in like uh that was like not even five minutes in like I gotta say, I mean uh, that Balu Tabla goal was like a perfectly placed cross from Saint Miguel, uh, followed by like man, I don't even like I don't even know how like how do you describe that? How do you describe that to somebody? Like Balu th- fucking Tabla. How is that like? How is that the choice you make? Like what kind of Zlatan fucking nonsense is that? You see the ball coming, you're like, yeah, I'm gonna try an overhead kick. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, why not? What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think most of us expected the classic, uh, like Balu Tabla early game, like rifle into the stands shot. And then when it went oh, in, no, that's I, what, yeah. Yeah. When it went in, I had to like rewatch. I, I like literally, like, I, I almost spat my beer out and I was like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. Like, it was some kind <laughs> like, of like black magic that, like, somehow that got through Carducci's hands. Well, um, like, it's, it's not, not even, not even did, was it, not only did he take it first time. You know, it wasn't like uh, Warshevsky's where he, yeah, you know, like, chested it, it up and, and then, then yeah. hit it. He literally, he literally took a first time from across. 
from outside of the box <laughs> and it actually fucking barred down off the crossbar. <laughs> like, this is some FIFA bullshit. Like, who does that? Yeah, yeah, it was pretty great. And I, yeah, it got picked up by uh, by Belisha Report. Everybody. It was on TSN. <laughs> like, they were talking about it maybe being the um, like goal, one of the goals of the year like for FIFA. Like, FIFA picked it up. I was like, yeah, FIFA is- tweeted it. 15 million followers. FIFA tweeted it. I fucking I I was watching TSN the next morning and it was on TSN that morning. I was like, oh my god, like this is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, but if you don't believe us, let's hear it from Forge's very own. I mean, one soccer's very own, Gareth Wheeler. <laughs> in a twist, but like, look, when it comes down to it, there's a couple things here. They are just a damn frustrating team to play against, yeah. man. Like you hate playing against. If they score the first goal in the game good luck the game's on ice it's done because the the way that they stay true to their shape they're well organized not just that there's character in this side there's charisma there's commitment to the cause these are all positive things so while it might not be pleasing to the eye to everyone it's certainly effective and they certainly reside rent-free in the heads of every other side of the Canadian <laughs> Premier League because they can't break them down. Yep. So full credit to Ottawa. The so there you go. Oh, my yeah. God. That's, every dog has his day. Bro, that's so good to hear <laughs> Gareth Wheeler talking of ATO right now. Like, to me, that's yeah. – we've made it. we made it. Like, yeah. <laughs> one of our biggest haters is talking about how, how massive we are. Um, you know, I'm just <laughs> – oh, man, I'm so – I'm so proud of this team. I'm proud of CCSG for like the support we've built. Um, I mean, like if Carlos Gonzalez doesn't win coach of the year, like I will go protest outside the Canadian embassy here in Rica if I have to. <laughs> I would love to see that on the news. You're all decked out in your CCSG. You're just in <laughs> just the, one person in the protesting. streets of Riga, Latvia. <laughs> They're like, give Carlos his due. <laughs> <laughs> they're like who the fuck is carlos <laughs> what are you talking about no that's uh, no plus i would love to i think see it's it. a lock i think, uh, I think, I think everyone so. thinks it's a lock and i think yeah. I, it would be great to watch oliver platt rub it in wheeler's nose from like a month yep. ago when he was like carlos doesn't deserve it i'm not gonna say <laughs> like brad yeah yeah so uh brad. so we did it we have the best coach we have the best fan base we're just best team. <laughs> like we're here. We made the playoffs. Like we're the first team to clinch. Like, oh God, it feels yeah. so good. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I guess we could talk about the game, I suppose. <laughs> now that we're done <laughs> yeah, tooting our own horns a little bit here. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so, it's so funny that, um, you know, any other year, like, you know, a win like this, I'd be like, fuck yeah. And even earlier, da, da, da. but like, I, I was actually mildly annoyed that we gave up a goal. So that yes. we didn't complete the clean sheet. Yeah. <laughs> two, two, three nils away at Cavalry would have been like even more Mimi than, than it already currently is. I mean, you, you, the good, the good news is our current record versus, versus Cavalry right now across all three seasons is like six wins and one loss. Six one and one. I think that's, that's what it is. Yeah. Ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we are their we are their kryptonite, and I love it. We probably well, honestly, we probably have like the same amount of goals as shots on target too. We probably average about thirty percent possession across all those games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's peak peak terrorism football, and I love it. You love to see it. You love to see yeah, it. Yeah. So uh, I mean, if we talk about the starting lineup, um, I think Carlos really wanted to clinch at the game based yeah, on based on what absolutely. we saw right absolutely so we got i think we combined for what 77 under 21 minutes yeah like yeah not a like good, not a game to get the minutes in but like 
He clearly wanted to clinch, like you said. I yep. totally agree. Yeah, yeah, and he, and he ran the four four one one, which we've seen before, um, and went like I yeah. said, when it's played effectively, I think that you know it it is probably one of our more effective formations that we've played, especially when we have all our players or most of our main players healthy. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you've got Tiso, Becky, Diego, and Saint Miguel in the back. Uh, you've got Alaman, Sissoko, Hollywood, and Zach Waugh in the mids. I liked Zach. I liked Zach Waugh this game. I thought he, I, thought he played I think his he, fucking he, socks yeah, off. Yeah, it was great. great. Yeah, it was really good. Um, and then you had Balu in like a high, like kind of like false, or a like high 10. And then you had Brian Wright at like a, basically a false nine, which was kind of neat yeah, was, to see. Too up top yeah it was good it was it was playing the playing the four at the back is cool because obviously a lot of the season we've been doing the three at the back or the five at the back whatever you want to call it but uh, having miguel and wa at the same time was it's pretty sick and having alaman sort of out wide as well was nice yeah yeah i think um, i think we stretched yeah, the field a, a little a, bit which was good yeah yeah exactly i thought it was a good lineup i thought it was a bold lineup and obviously it worked out yeah i, I mean again like i think that he, he played what he's got um and understanding that some of it has to be under 21 minutes um yeah. but we also got to see the tr- the you know uh, the triumphant return of malcolm shaw yes he played last game but <laughs> you know he talked about it last week in the mailbag and like i'm not gonna you know i'm not gonna I'm not going to make my britches too big for my body, but uh, he scored a goal. Um, and like, uh, you know, it, people in the mailbag last week were like, oh, my God, is, is, is he, you know, is he ready to come back? He didn't really play that well. And I was defending Malcolm a little bit. And here in person, the pudding, y'all look yeah, what just happened. You know, there he gets, you gets the old offside. And then two minutes later, just. <laughs> like, I don't even know, man. Came back out. And I was like, what is what is this guy doing? And like he ran it all the way down by himself, undressed Mason Trafford, which we, and he was also way out of position. Like, I don't know why Mason was the last man back. Um, yeah. And then just like curled it right around him. Um, I, like, I don't want that, that whole sequence, like going out wide and then cutting in and then taking the big shot. I was like, man, that's, like, that's what, peak Malcolm Shaw, man. Where, that's where have Malcolm. you been? <laughs> yeah. Where have you been? The dude was playing like you can tell for the past. Well, how, how many weeks was he? Out? Uh, eight or something. Eight, like yeah, that? He missed eight games. Yeah. yeah. He, you can t- you can tell he's just basically been a bulldog on a leash being held back and he wants to fucking get back out there. And then he played exactly like that today. It was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. And, and I loved it because like, yeah, the, I mean, the goal, the first goal, um, you know, it was like, was it offside? Was not offside? I mean, whatever. Um, you can, oh, it was very offside. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I watched it a couple of times. I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, but, you know, I, I like the uh, tenacity of of uh, of seeing um Malcolm come back out there and, and really just bury that. Like it was like, oh uh, man, the little uh, little little kind of flourish on a on a wonderful game for Atletico away at Spruce Meadows. Well, it was it was calming because you know when you go two one up and then they get a penalty and they come within one, you're like, fuck, like maybe they'll get some momentum and then uh, tie this up again. But really closing the book with a third goal was like. Yeah, they're like, we're like, All right. we just like tucked tucked yep. them in. We're like, night night cavalry. Exactly. Yeah, we did it again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was good. So, uh, so yeah, so I mean, stats are an interesting review. I'm gonna call it this week. Uh, we had 31 percent possession compared 31 to, to 69. Baby. Nice, nice. <laughs> um, nice. But yeah, five shots, four on target with three goals. (laughs) And Cavalry had, get this, 20 shots, four on target, and one goal from a shitty pen by Escalante. So... <laughs> Twenty to five shots. Oh my goodness! None and ten shots off target for them as well, and no shots off target for us. It's 
clinic baby. clinic Clinical. yeah we put on we put on a clinic absolute <laughs> clinic um it's funny too because like we they had more than double the amount of passes as us and 17 percent more accurate passes and they still couldn't <laughs> score from open play uh so so i mean anyone I got, who talks about the right way to play football the only right way to play football is the one that gives you three points That's and it sure as shit did this week um 70 <laughs> percent pass accurate talk about that Patty. <laughs> only only 239 passes like it's like none basically <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I we mean, had le- we had le- we had less pass attempts than their accurate passes. We 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 had almost half of of that. It's like oh man, like the stats in this game. Like if you looked at it in a vacuum and didn't see the score, you'd be like, oh, cavalry totally like whooped their ass. And then it's like, yeah. oh, but wait, it was three one for Atleti. Yeah. Um, you know how many passes we had in their half? How many? Sixty four. <laughs> like what the fuck? Oh, <laughs> uh, this team, man. I love this team. It's like, yeah, I love it too. Yeah. I love it so much. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I got to give credit where credit's due. Our defensive effort, I think, was was stellar. Um, uh, you know, Hollywood, Juan, <laughs> Alleman holding down the interior of the pitch, kind of forced Cavalry's attack away from the center, which was good. Um, Ingham had a great match, I think. Uh, made, some, made some pretty good saves. Um, yeah. Cavalry had 14 corners. We had one corner yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was a big one wasn't it <laughs> and the, the, it's it's funny because we talked you know a couple episodes in a row we talked about how we weren't super great on uh, defending set pieces but i mean i don't think i was really worried about any of those corners i don't know if that's because we like shaped up or if cavalry's just really shit at corners but um i think it was probably a little bit of both i think that yeah. that that's probably an area that Carlos has focused on with the defense specifically because we're getting dunked on and set pieces a lot. Um, yeah. But I do also think that Cavalry's corners, like none of them were really good. And it made me really happy because when es- whenever Escalante took one, I like was, you know, I was like, yes, <laughs> continue to play shit. Continue. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, uh, as, yeah. As far as defensive stats, we led every single one of them except for uh, aerial duels one. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. We yep. put on a defensive clinic. Yeah, we did. <laughs> 34 clearances to their two. <laughs> again, again. <laughs> How many of those clearances were Diego is my real question. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's my question, too. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love to bring that up, but Fat Mob for some reason, doesn't have him. As oh, a uh, Sofa Score does, though. Hold on one second. Oh, yeah. All right. Bring that up. How many ah. clearances from Diego Espeo himself? Yeah, 10. He had 10 clearances. So, yeah, so there you go. That's almost a third of them. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, he continues Peace. to uh, to be our boy wonder in the center of the pitch. Yeah. Um, wonder, I like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So another crazy stat. Uh, accurate long balls. Uh, Calvary, 63%. Yeah. Atletico, 30%. <laughs> so not great for us, <laughs> as usual. But, uh, uh, yeah. You know what? We still beat him. So, to me, uh, I think that the... The, the biggest I'm going to say one of the biggest factors, I think, for this team, especially right now, um, is the mentality that's been set up by Carlos Gonzalez for mm. us going into late season. Um, I know we, we ran through a bunch of draws recently and, the you know, that can take the wind out of a team's sails, I think, very quickly yeah, when you're constantly sure. drawing. Um, and then to go into a game as important as playing at Spruce Meadows, a win would clinch us the playoffs. Um, you know, it's, it's obviously a lot of pressure on, on players. Um, mm-hmm. and it's, it's always a, an interesting kind of dichotomy of like, which players will rise to the challenge and which players will crumble. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think the team we saw on Saturday night, like it was clear from the first minute of the game. I think that the boys were pl- communicating, playing together. 
vice what we've seen in the last few games. Um, they had a plan. They obviously spent some time visualizing the plan with Carlos um, and like yeah. the execution just followed naturally after that. I think um, I'm really hoping we take that into the last couple of games of the season. I know we've got to play some under 21 minutes, but I think if we can continue that mental kind of freight train um, going straight into the playoffs, I think we're, we stand a pretty good chance of, of finishing, you know, close to the top or the top two. Yeah, I, that that like to, to to spin off of that. I mean, that game really made me confident for us going into the playoffs because obviously we've never been there before. We've never really been in big games, and this was a big game. Mm-hmm. This was a way at Calvary, a win would clinch the playoffs, and you know, it really that really tests um uh, uh personality of players, right? Are they big game players or do they crumble when the pressure is on? And then mm-hmm. we played a big game and scored a fucking bicycle kick in the fourth minute. <laughs> so and everybody stepped the fuck up, you know yeah. what I mean? Like and that that just gave me so much confidence for going into these playoff games. We know what kind of team this is. Yeah, no, I I agree. Um, and I think that again, like I said, if we can play like that, I'm if we keep playing like that in the last couple of games. I mean, even if we don't pull out some crazy wins or whatever, but we still play consistently, I'm I'm fairly mm. confident, and I think going into the playoffs that will be a, a a tough team to beat. Um, especially you know if we clinch first place and then we get home field advantage <laughs> or maybe we don't want that based on how we play at home <laughs> I <don't, laughs> that is true <laughs> I, I don't actually know um i would love to see like i said i would love to see uh the finals played in ottawa that would be great um mm-hmm. if we do make the finals in there in ottawa i will for sure fly home for it mm-hmm. um but i haven't talked to my wife about it but i'm sure she's cool with it it's fine uh, <laughs> it'll be fine it'll be fine, it'll be fine. um yeah so i mean let's talk about standouts uh who do you got who do you got you got anybody uh, honestly, everybody. Uh, uh, I think the only maybe weak point would have been Suzoko, mm-hmm. but I think everybody else played like uh, you know freaking top five of the season performance as far as individually. Obviously, Blue Tablo was incredible. Yep. Yeah, um, he's he's definitely other my than number the, one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, other than the Edmonton two-one uh, uh, game, two-nil game, or whatever, when he scored two goals against Edmonton, this is probably also up there for his best best performance of the season. Yeah, because I mean, he scored um, he scored early on and then just continued to play well after that Ridiculous. like if Ridiculous. you look at if you look at his stats like 92 percent accurate passes 100 percent successful dribbles he won 80 percent of his ground duels like that's valid. fucked up man that is <laughs> fucked up winning all the like doing all all of those crazy amazing offensive stats and also winning that many ground duels it's just he was on an absolute fucking tear yeah and it just she just showed so much character in that game as well even the the the, the sequence of play that ended up in in uh, uh brian's goal mm-hmm. you know he could have just shot it Yep. He probably shot it and just fired it into the freaking stands. You know, probably but three but months ago, he probably would have done that. Yeah, 100%. But. So, yeah, Felicitation, Balu. You fucking deserve to be right up here Amazing. with a bullet on our standouts. Uh, Amazing. Amazing. So, um, yeah. Um, I mean, I obviously got Ollie Bassett up here. A, a, yep. a great, great game from the Ginger King. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. <laughs> so, 80% <laughs> pass accuracy, 100% successful dribbles, six passes in the final third, six recoveries, and he won 75% of his ground duels. So, uh, you know, there to me, this was a game uh, that showed the reason why he has the Hollywood sign in the grass at TD place. Like this is like (laughs) peak Ollie Bassett. Um, And again, consistency. We we've talked about some players that have been inconsistent all season. And I think Ollie Mm -hmm. is probably one of the most consistent players and we're lucky because it's consistently kick ass. So, so yeah. So Ollie's Ollie played a great game. Um, I liked Brian Wright this week. Mm-hmm. Like it, he's had a couple off games, like the last last couple. Um, but you know, I, I just I love, 
I loved how like uns like you were just talking about the Balu Tabla kind of like passing for the second goal. I loved how unselfish yeah. that goal was because it was mm-hmm. Balu could have taken it, saw Ollie had a better angle, Ollie could have taken mm-hmm. it, but Carducci mm-hmm. was right in front of him. So then he handed it off to Brian, yeah. who fucking buried it. And I was like, just this is this. It. I was like, this is the finish that that we need for Brian. And like, I'm glad he's on this list this week. I think that this formation really showed the the threat that Brian can be when we play mm-hmm. that high press and we get the right players out there, the right formation. And we constantly have that pressure on their back line. Yeah. Um, Cause Brian is lethal, man. Like if you get the ball on his foot when he's close in like that and like hit the angle was sharp, like the, the, of the shot that he took when he scored pretty sharp yeah, angle. It was. And yeah. he was shooting in, in through a crowd. <clears throat> Carducci kind of, I think telegraphed the pass a little bit. Um, and he still managed to score. So Brian, it's great. It's great. I love it. I love it. Well, I mean, it's the type of finish that he's capable of, right? Yeah. And it's like, um, uh, and, and also just being in that position as well. Like, mm-hmm. it was proper poacher stuff, like popping up in the exact spot where you need to be. And that yep. was, oh, obviously, we've we've talked about his striker profile endlessly. And yeah. But if you, you know, if, if he get he gets in those positions and if you play a style of play where he's able to get in those positions and you give him the ball, he's probably going to put in the fucking net. Yep. And yep. He and he did. So. Good job, Brian. Um, like Wonderful. to see that. Yep. Um, and I'm gonna like last but not least on my list because I agree that most people had one of like pretty much their one of their best games of the season. But <clears throat> Malcolm Shaw, yeah. uh, man, he comes off the bench 30 minutes into the like match, scores the offside goal. But then, yeah, like instead of getting down on himself, he just comes back and rockets that in the net. Like brilliant, yeah. brilliant, brilliant. Well, Silence, the yeah. Silence the doubters. Silence the doubters. I'm ecstatic that he's back for the playoffs. Like I'm too, over too, the man. moon that yeah. he's, he's remember, back. Remember a couple of weeks ago, we were stoked that Alleman was coming good in a crucial time. And yeah. like a, now, now Malcolm is coming good at like an even more crucial time. It's just, oh. Yeah, it's but uh, what a this... what a great time to like m- announce your fucking return. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the stars are aligning for Atletico, which yeah, is amazing. Exactly. Yeah. Um, really, really good to see. Um, do you got any one of your disappointments? I mean, you kind of mentioned Sissoko. I want to talk about Malcolm for another couple seconds. Just, um, <clears throat> I know I said it last week when he came back and he made this move where he did a, a some piece of hold up play. He did that multiple times again in yep. this game, and just the 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 this is the profile of striker that we had been missing, and having him sub on and then uh, be up top as well for part of it. Uh, yeah, uh, in like the sort of four five one four four two that happened near the end. Um, just seeing him hold the ball up and then lay off passes to to other runners, I was like, this is what we needed. It from, is uh, uh, one of our top two strikers, and uh, it's going to allow us to play a different type of game. And now being able to throw a curveball at the rest of the league, like right at the end, is going to be invaluable. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. I want to see more of that. Like, uh, you know, when when he scored that uh, that uh, was it the was it the offside goal or the other no it was the other one where he basically like put clomp or no it was Baloo put clomp on his ass <laughs> on the offside yeah. goal, and I was like, this is yeah. exactly what we need. We had so much pressure that like. A professional football player blew a tire and fell on his ass, and which gave yeah. us the 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 ability to put a ball in the net. Um, and I, I agree with you. It's like we're getting like uh, a little bit of a of an X factor going into the the playoffs in mm-hmm. Malcolm Shaw because other teams like yeah okay great you can talk about how he played last season or how he played early season this season, um, but they don't really know what they're getting into as far as the teams mm-hmm. that are going to face us in the playoffs, because Malcolm hasn't played yep. that many games. He probably, I mean, maybe he'll start, but maybe not. I don't, I don't see him starting or doing a full 90 before playoffs. Maybe, maybe yep. in the last game of the season against York, but we'll see. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think you're right. Malcolm has come back at the right time. Uh, and it's, it's giving us like a little bit of a, 
little bit of a leg up, you know, a little ace up our sleeve uh, to, to throw down in the offense, which is what we needed because, good God, we needed yeah. more offense. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, or, or just something different in offense for mm-hmm. sure. And uh, we've got that with Malcolm. Yeah, yeah. So um, for disappointments, I don't I mean, I think the only one I was kind of disappointed with was Zoko, mostly because he was just kind of, you know, mediocre. It was messy. He had a really bit of a messy. Up. He was he was messy. He only had like, what, 68 percent accurate passes. Um, he only he won none of his ground duels. Yeah. Four ground duels, lost all of them. And, and so half was, of his aerial yeah. duels only. So yeah. and he got a yellow card, which, you know, again, and he got a yellow card. <laughs> that's the, the icing on the, the messy cake. We really don't need any more of those either. Um, no, especially when we are, we're going into uh, play against Halifax. So what, what was that post that Bryce sent? The the Penn Merchant Navy, the Penny Penalty Merchant Navy, <laughs> Sam the Salter. Penn Merchant Navy. Yeah, <laughs> Come join the seventh place fleet. <laughs> so funny. Amazing. Uh, but uh, but yeah. So um, and speaking of that, I mean, like I wasn't. I mean, I, again, I think Miguel made a fucking dumb mistake with that foul, and like. He half-heartedly. Which is weird because normally he's really good at tackling. He has yeah. like some of the best tackling stats in the league. But the, but the worst part is like that that play. He really he really didn't need to come in that aggressive either. Like I think no. he probably could have turned. I don't know. Like, I think it was was it Mason or Fisk. Anyway, he could have he could have turned him um, to the outside. But instead, he kind of went for the tackle. And it was like I remember mm. just being like, Oh my god, this is how we blow this lead. Like, are you serious right now? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. I think it was I think it was Ali Musi that he tackled. Or Musi, um, yeah. Oh yeah, it was Musi. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, but still, I it mean, was a fullbacks tackle. You know, it's something that he would do like halfway up the pitch and probably not get a card for it. You know what I mean? Or maybe you get a draw a foul, but it's something that he's more used to doing. I think it was just a fullback playing as a center back mistake. Yep. You know yep. what I mean? I, like I, not realizing you can't be doing that in the box because. Yeah, I think that's yeah. probably a good way of describing it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, but other than that, he had a stellar game as he, as he did. He yes. Does. Yep. Yeah. So again, one mistake. Uh, I won't put him on this list for that, but. You know, we can't afford to do that against Halifax because that's how they win. Exactly. We can't afford to do that. We're the, we're the type of team that, you know, you can't make a mistake because you get punished because of the way we play. Right. And that's mm-hmm. the type of the way that you can get punished. Yeah. And our, like I said, our, our defense is stellar. But when it's a penalty kick and there's no defense, like there's not a whole lot we can do. And we just end up relying yeah. on the keeper, which is always a gamble on a penalty kick. Yep. So, um, yeah. So speaking of that, uh, my area for improvement would be fouls. Um, both yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we've drawn like we're about to go up against the team in the league that can't win without penalty kicks. And yeah. for the last three games, like I've just been watching us over and over again. I'm sure you guys have too. give up the dumbest fouls, including two penalty yeah. kicks. And I'm like, if we want to beat Halifax and secure a place on the top of the table, which we do. And I think mm-hmm. people have been doing the math in the chat group and they're like, well, if, if we beat Halifax and then forge and <laughs> it's like <Yeah. laughs> trying to like put the pieces together on how we can clinch first in the next game, which we can do. There is a way we, we can, can do it. Yes. Um, it's actually quite simple. If we beat Halifax and York beats forge, which is impossible. Pacific- and- yeah, and Pacific doesn't beat Halifax. Yep. Um, then we clinch first on uh, on Saturday yep. this week, this coming weekend, whatever. Which would be sweet. Um, but yep. I would also take us clinching first against York at home. That would also be great in front of the home crowd. That would be cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, either way, we cannot be giving up dumb fouls, especially in the box, but also <laughs> anywhere close to it. We're usually yeah. shit at set piece defense. That's where we get scored on a lot. So whether it's a PK or whether it's a free kick at the top of the eighteen, like we can't be giving those up going into the playoffs. Yeah. Going in nope. against Halifax, going against York, um, I, th- I think that that's got to be something we have to work work on a little bit, a little little bit. Yeah, 
Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Even even just other than PKs, you're right. Other dangerous spots. I mean, we've conceded at least two goals directly from free kicks this season. Yeah, and that's a result of of just giving up fouls really close to the box. Mm-hmm. So yeah. just we need to stop doing that. Um, that would be great. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So yeah. and uh, and it's and also because because we we're we're also playing in a card happy league, so we get a lot of cards because of it. Yep. Well, I mean, we, we had a lot what, of yellow three yellows, cards. three yellows this game. Something like that, yeah. We've yeah. got we've got multiple players are one yellow away from a suspension. Uh, uh, Tablet Tablet's sus- got oh, yeah, he will, is he will, suspended next game, yeah. Which is which sucks, but also could be worse, <laughs> I guess. I mean, the timing is like, I mean, it sucks that he's not going to be there against Halifax, but at the same time, mm-hmm. I think again, Carlos is going to be looking to rack up under twenty one minutes anyway. Maybe yeah. we'll see Antonia out there, you know, doing his yeah. thing. Um, but uh, but yeah, so. Yellow card accumulation. It does game. suck because you know he loves to score at Wanderers grounds. You know, back when he was with CF Montreal, he scored two goals in like three minutes there. So I know. So unfortunately, he there, will but... not get that chance. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So what's your moment of the match, Johnny? There's got to be that one for you. <laughs> I mean, you know, <laughs> what could it possibly be? <laughs> yeah. Other than other than that one, um, actually, I'm gonna pick a low key one, and I think it was when um, Bahus made this run into the box where he basically ran through like four defenders before getting a shot off. It was a bit of a weak shot, um, and it was saved by Carducci. But the placement was good. You know, mm-hmm. like bottom corner is 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 a really good uh, placement for a shot. But it was just it was as much as we talk about how he can play hot and cold. It's moments like that that give you a glimpse of the kind of player he's gonna become. Yeah, when he uh, when he when he gets some more experience and he gets a little older and you know he starts being a little more consistent and and we're not playing him eight hundred really ha- minutes a game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it just it just reinforced how happy I am that we landed him and that we have him for the next couple of years because yep. it was it was truly amazing to see you know that twenty year old kid just fucking dance through like four grown ass men. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Loved <laughs> it <was> that. Amazing. <laughs> loved it. Loved it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Balu's again. Balu's goal is the obvious choice. Um, yeah. But again, I, I talked about it a little bit earlier. Malcolm Shaw's grit. I really like to see that out. And I mean, yep. put his head down, put the effort back in, um, you know, after because it, it can be it can be demoralizing when you get a goal called off on a, on an offside. You're kind of like, ah, yeah. shit, like, well, hopefully yeah. I get another chance. And for him, it mm-hmm. was two minutes later. Uh, yeah. You know, I'm man, I'm happier than Billy with no shirt on that Malcolm is back. That is <laughs> like it's couldn't have come at a better time. Could not That's have true. come at a better time. <laughs> Yeah, um, actually, you know what? I, I do want to give a shout out to Ingham as well, because I think he really saved our ass in some, cl- oh, in some yes. crucial moments. Like we yeah, definitely we absorbed a lot of pressure that game. Uh, and um, I mean, 20 shots. It's a lot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. especially when half I of them are on did. the net. So, yeah, exactly. Uh, I think he was heroic. Yeah. And, you know, just 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 part of our incredible uh, defensive unit. Yeah, and so you again, know, can't be overstated how important he is to us. Yes. Yeah, so we need him to stay as healthy as humanly possible. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> All right. Well, you've heard enough from us now. It's time to hear from you. CCSG Mailbag. Mailbag time, and it's a heavy one this week. It is the mailbag. This is the segment of the podcast where you get to, you know, we get to hear from you guys. You guys get to give us your questions, your queries, <laughs> your lists of whatever your favorite players your stupid memes your hot takes like whatever really whatever you want to put in there and holy shit did you guys fill the mailbag this week um <laughs> it's the best part of being a part of ccsg is that you get a whole segment of the podcast for free just for you yep. so yep. uh without further ado let's uh let's let's jump in you want me to take one first one or you want to take the first one 
Um, I'm gonna shoot this one at you here. Shoot. Um, if if you were to choose one of our last two games to focus our efforts on winning, and the other on wrapping up under 21 minutes, which one would you choose and why? Obviously, it's probably the biggest question. We got two games left. Mm. We want to clinch first. We also need to make our minutes. Which one are you gonna prioritize in which game? Um, I think the game in Halifax should be our under 21 game. The reason okay. being, uh, a we don't have Baloo Tabla, and we will have Baloo in the last in the in the game against York. Um, but I mean that aside, I think that with under 21s, the way that the Wanderers have been playing, the way that York have been playing, York is on a fucking tear right now. Yep. Um, I'm more worried about York potentially beating us at home than I am at lo- than I am t- about losing to Halifax away. Um, yeah. Because, you, like I said, I'm, I'm terrified of Mobabuli. I think he's uh, just a scary dude. Um, mm. And you know what? Like, I think we can beat Halifax with a lot of our younger players still um, if they play well together. And you know, we keep the shape that we put together against Calgary. I think we can still w- easily win that game even with the mm. under 21 minutes. Whereas yeah. when I look at York, I'm like uh, a little more leery to put some young guys on against a, you know a, a, an absolute terror that is Mobabuli right now. Because um, yeah. because I do worry that. Not that our not that our young players aren't good, but like, man, that guy is just an absolute menace right now. He's got like what five goals in six games or something stupid. Some um, stupid. <laughs> so so yeah, so I would I would focus our under twenty one against Halifax. Uh, you know, rack those minutes up, go for at least a draw. I'd love to see a win, but at least a draw, and then win against York at home. Yeah, totally agree. I don't care about losing away to a team that's not making the playoffs. Yeah. And I'd rather throw that game for the under 20, 21 minutes. I do care about losing to our provincial rivals at home on the last day of the season. Yeah. So that one, we should be going all out. Yeah, we, 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 we agree on this point. <laughs> that's the way we're going to have to do it. And I, would, and I would rather literally dump all the under 21 minutes in the Halifax game as well, so we don't have to worry about them at all in the last Yeah, game. like, I mean, I think it'd be cool to, to see Wa maybe play the whole game mm-hmm. uh, have Antonio out there for a bunch of it. Um, yeah. I'd love to know. see some of those fucking dev kids that we, that we got. Yeah. Well, that's throw them true. On at the end. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Why that's not? a good point. Yeah. Might as well. Screw it. Yeah. We already made the playoffs. So like, you know, we have yeah, that, we exactly. have that runway now. So. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And, and so and the, and the reason for this as well, I would love for the last game against York to be like our playoff lineup. You yeah. know what I mean? Like get that, get a good like 90 minutes of what we're going to bring into the playoffs in our last game and get some momentum going with that. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. And so anyway, hopefully you're listening, Carlos. But I mean, again, even if you aren't and you're just going to do your thing, just I mean, I trust you at this point. <laughs> um, yes, sir. Uh, all right. I'm going to give you a give you a double on this one because they're both kind of related. Um, yeah. All right. Shaw or Wright, who should start against Halifax? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think I think if he's health, if he's healthy, Malcolm Shaw definitely should should start. I mm-hmm. mean, it, it, obviously he's he's made two bench appearances in a row now. Um, we you know slowly giving him more minutes, and uh, if he's ready for it, he should start. You know why the hell not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I would I would agree. I mean, I think that it'll all depend on how he's feeling going into the game. Yeah. I think that that's going to mm-hmm. be a big factor, his health. Um, and whether or not we want to use him more in the York game and less in the Halifax game or vice versa. So, yeah, I think that makes sense. Um, so next one is uh, Malcolm Shaw nearly netted two goals for us last game, uh, but hasn't yet started since returning to the team. Do you think we should start with him on the pitch, which you've answered, mm-hmm. uh, or yeah. are we better off starting right and putting him on with fresh legs later? So if if I guess I'll rephrase this question so that it actually is different. 
if Wright starts, when would you like to see Malcolm come on? Um, I mean, you know, you're basic, like, I, I, you, you, that's the other thing, too, is I don't want to, like, screw over Wright by friggin' subbing him off at half if he doesn't deserve it or something like mm. that. You know what I mean? Yeah, so that's, that's why I would probably, I would rather Malcolm just start if he's healthy, and if not, do a regular sub, 60-minute sub, 70-minute sub, something like that. Whatever basically is getting that, uh, that uh, energy back into his legs, you know, sort of slowly ramp him up to get ready for the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that's fair. Um, I'll shoot this one at you. Uh, All who right. would you like? <laughs> this, this, this one was funny. Okay. I was like, man, you can't ask a question. Okay, I'll, I'll read it first. <laughs> who would you like to play in the playoffs out of the top five who still have a realistic chance? And maybe forget about Cavs for a sec because we destroy them every time. So Pacific Valor or Forge? <laughs> no, I don't want to forget about Cavs. No, They're uh, one of the choices. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I mean, again, I would pick. Uh, a, a, 10 out of 10 times I would pick us playing as Calvary because they suck ass yeah. against us. You can't um, ask a question and then be like, but you can't answer the obvious answer. It's <laughs> yeah. possible. That's the yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I guess, I mean, I would love to see us finish top of the table. I think my ideal scenario is us finish first, Cavs somehow blow it and finish fourth. We play them in the first round, knock them out, mm-hmm. um, cruise into the the finals. And I would love to see like Pacific come back and take out Valor. And then I don't want to play Forge in the final. So I'd like to play Pacific yeah. in the final. If I if I if we can't play Cavs in the final, I'd like to play Pacific in the final. Um yeah. only because like again, yeah, we beat uh or we like we played we tied Valor or Valor last time we played them. Um yeah. and all, all of our games have been really tight. Yes, we don't have the greatest record against Pacific, but I don't think Pacific is the team that they were earlier in the season when we were playing them. I think they're yeah. a, a little bit different of a beast right now. They're on a slide. Valor's taking their spot in the playoffs uh, as of the table right now. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So I guess obviously Cavs is the, the obvious answer, um, but I would like to maybe face them in the semis and then Pacific in the <clears> final. <throat> What about yeah? What, what about you? How do you feel about if that? If we question? could avoid, if we could avoid Forge altogether, that'd be fantastic. Yeah. Um, my dream scenario would be Cavs finish second, Ooh. um, and then so we could possibly re- hit, uh, play them in the final. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, but then we need to rely on the Cavs beating whoever they're fucking playing. Against. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, I know so. it's not an easy task, but you know. It is despite, not. Well, d- d- despite uh, despite how much we destroy them every time, they are a kind of a good team, and we do forget that. So they could beat anyone else on their day. Just yeah, it's, it's not a... the whole like any given Sunday, <laughs> except it in this case it's, it's soccer. So yeah, exactly. Um, all right. Uh, ooh, this is <laughs> this is a juicy one, um, and it's good for you because you're OG Fury. Uh, is ATO 2022 better than Fury 2015? I will say I am not as OG Fury as most other people in our supporters group. I probably joined a little bit later, so others would be far better to answer this. I wasn't going to games in 2015. Um, However, the Ottawa Fury did win the fall season in 2015 to go to the soccer bowl against the New York Cosmos. They ended up losing the soccer bowl. However, they did win silverware. That team had Drew Becky on it. That team had Carl Howarth on it. So it is a pretty, pretty neat question. Um, I don't know if they're better. You know, I, I think that this is just as an exciting time in the city as that time was in the city for their local soccer team. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think if we win silverware this, this season, then Drew Bickey and Carl Howarth need to go in the Ottawa Sports Hall of Fame because they would have brought, they would have brought the only two pieces of soccer silverware to the city and they would have done it, you know, almost 10 years apart. Yeah. I mean, that would be pretty <laughs> you know sweet, I mean? actually. Um, 
you know, actually kind of speaking of, this is a little bit related to that. If Atletico wins one more game, they'll be sitting at 48 points. That means the only teams who can catch us are Pacific if they win out and Forge if they win out or win two and then tie one. Given this information and that Forge and Pacific play each other once in this stretch, what do you think of the odds of us winning the fucking league? Winning the league. Um, <laughs> if you asked me this at the start of the season, I probably would have been like, you're out of your fucking mind. <laughs> uh, but here we are in late September, and we have a four-point lead gap right now at the top of the table. Um, I think our odds of winning the league are actually very good. Um, yeah. Only because... Uh, other teams have been doing us a lot of favors by just tying, which is taking points mm-hmm. off of teams that we need to keep points off of. So the fact that the Eddies tied um, with Forge is great for us. Was, they... Oh my God, wasn't that great? <laughs> yeah. so, it was so good. I was like, there's no way, there's no way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. so the fact that that happened is great. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited because, I mean, it's, it's terrible to say because like I feel bad for them, but because of um, delays and things like that, now Pacific has to play Halifax on Tuesday and then us on Saturday. Mm. Um, yeah. Halifax plays on Tuesday and on, and on Saturday. So, I mean, I don't think, again, I don't think Halifax is making the playoffs, but I, I think that we're going to be in a good position to beat a, a, a tired Pacific or not a tired Pacific. Um, uh, Pacific's going to be tired. Halifax. Yeah. A tired Halifax. And then yeah. uh, Pacific's going to be going into their Saturday game also tired. So, I mean, yeah. I think we have a good chance. I'm going to say at this point, I mean, fuck if I get, I don't know. Like, like I would say six, 65% that we win the league. I think that's my, mm. it's like not, I mean, it's more than half, but I wouldn't say it's like clinched yet. Um, yeah. And all of that, I think will hinge on, on how we do against Halifax. I think will dictate whether or not that stat changes for me. <laughs> It would be pretty cool to clinch it on that day and then not have to rely on beating a, a freaking terrorizing York to do it <laughs> because they're they are on an absolute tear right now. But uh, af- yeah, after the Forge Edmonton result, it was exciting just to know that it's back in our hands again, yep. that we can win out and do it because before, you know, we could win out and uh, still get passed by Forge. But yep. uh, they dropped two points in Alberta. So, yeah, they did. <laughs> What are you gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> so yes, all I have to say, all that all that to say, our chances are very good that we'll win the league. I love saying that. So just I, it, it, I love it. I love it. I love it's everything surreal. about the words I just said. Um, yep, it's so it's, it's great. It's great. Um, all right. So I'll hit you with this one. Zach Waugh had a great game versus the Cavs, but he was still shifted off. Cargo also mm. often holds subs until late game. Cavs game being an exception because he went really sub crazy at that game um are substitutes an area you think cargo struggles with as a coach or do the results speak for themselves i'm gonna say the results speak for themselves um i know there's only been one or two games i think this season where we could we confidently said that it was a poor coaching uh performance yep I, six th- one, I think and then uh i think the four nothing was the other one yeah that yeah that was the other one um other than that i think the results can just speak for themselves you know this isn't a fluke anymore it's, no, it's not. All. It's the not a fluke. In the, put- the proof yeah. is in the pudding. And, you know, as much as we might think, oh, he should have done that or he should have done that. I mean, we're sitting top of the table. There's really that's the only response. You know what I mean? We're yeah. the first team to clinch the playoffs. We're sitting top of the table with a team that only had seven returning players. I mean, this is a coaching fucking masterclass this yep. season. Yep. Uh, it's it's uh, it's funny because I, I talked to him. One of my buddies out east who's a who's a Wanderers fan. 
Um, and I was talking about how I was like, oh yeah, like I sent him obviously the Sam Salter meme because I thought that was fucking hilarious. Um, <laughs> and, and then when he was done telling me to fuck off, we we, we actually chatted about the game. Um, but it was it was cool because like he talked about. So so the Wanderers, in my opinion, I think are in a little bit of the same position we were in, where they had injury problems early on the season. Obviously, they lost John Morelli, and then mm-hmm. I think their team just fucking fell apart, and their coach yeah. hasn't been really the greatest at pulling them out of that spiral. Um, yeah. So it's funny because he was like, "Oh, like I don't know what we should do." Like, well, well, we're looking at signing people, and I was like, honestly, like it's funny because you're in the position that we were in, I think, last yeah. season, where it was like we need to do something drastic to turn this team around. Yeah. And I think yeah. what, what the Atletico Ottawa staff and, and for Fernando um, did by bringing Carlos in and then by clean sweeping everyone, except I would call it the core of the team. Um, yeah. I mean, fuck like, look where we're at right now. <laughs> like, wooden yeah. spoon to first place clinch playoffs. Yeah. Like, ooh. yeah. So yeah, I think yeah. Bruce in the pudding, I think you're right. Um, but yeah. Well, Results, they, they, they... The results speak for themselves, and you know, you know what Halifax fucked up with is that they they made the final in a in a freak seven game plus playoff tournament, and then gave their head coach a a, a friggin' extension on his yep. contract, even though they were wooden spoon first year, you know, made a fluke final, and then now they're stuck with them, yep. and then you know they missed playoffs last season, they're gonna miss them again this season, um, and you know it, it's it's you know no in no other sport in the world do you go through four years of mediocrity and and then keep your coach yeah you know? yeah which again you know i would it would have been like us signing mista long term which would have been a huge yeah. mistake yeah exactly. um so so yeah um proofs in the pudding i'm with you on this one johnny for sure yep yep uh i'm gonna ask you a funny one here because this All is right. kind of probably aimed at you um <laughs> <laughs> tabla Wright and shaw came through yesterday i wonder which player that you have regularly slagged off this season will have the biggest impact <laughs> at the end <laughs> wow wow <laughs> ha ha uh, i feel i feel attacked uh no like i mean again i i <laughs> Slagged off is a pretty strong term for what I do in this podcast. Um, I, th- I think that I think that I've I've pointed out maybe some players that could play better statistically speaking in a game. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think any of my callouts have really been like unjustified per se. Um, yeah. But I I I think that Malcolm Shaw. Uh, oh, that's a tough one. Out of those it three, is a tough one. Um, yeah. I would say I think. Malcolm Shaw is probably gonna. That's my. It's my gamble. You know what? It's my gamble. That's my fun answer because I could say yeah. Balu Tabla because I think Balu Tabla mm-hmm. has come into his own and he's obviously gonna have a huge impact for for us in the playoffs. But mm-hmm. I think Malcolm Shaw is is the he's that little bit of je ne sais quoi as you'd say. You know, like yeah. he's he's the mystery right now as to whether or not he's going to be a huge impact. And I'm hoping that he just continues to do exactly what he did against cavalry for the rest of the yeah. season and straight into the playoffs. So yeah. Malcolm Shaw and also whoever wrote this question, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, especially if you take it into the context that he's been gone for so long. So yes, there's far yeah. more of a, of a, of a potential to make a huge impact. Yeah, exactly. Just from coming back. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So my answer is Malcolm Shaw. I'd agree. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot this one to you because it's pretty. It's a kind of a funny one too. With with 17.5 percent, 17.57 percent of penalties saved by keepers on average. Good research there. Are we glad that Ingham seems to be storing all of his penalty saves for the playoffs? <laughs> <laughs> 
Because he's yet to save one this season. Yeah. Um, The answer is yes. Uh, He's obviously, this is part of his master plan uh, Mm -hmm. to to go into the playoffs and then save every single one of the PKs that we will inevitably have because that's just how we play sometimes. Um, Yes, I, I think that... It's tough because, like, again, I think Ingham is playing really well. I just yeah. think that PKs maybe just aren't his best attribute. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, if I was going to pick one of his best attributes, I would say it's probably his hair. Um, but, <laughs> but, but also his goalkeeping skills. Um, no, he has very sure hands. And I, and I like to see when he jumps up and gets, like, you know, an actual grab on the ball. Vice yeah. some of the other keepers in the league that will punch it away. I'm looking at you, Sirwa. Um but but yeah, I, I think that I'm happy that we have him between the pipes for the playoffs. Um, I know there was like a little bit of a worry that he was injured for a bit. Um, mm, yeah. And we, you know, we started Melvin. But but again, I think that we saw that Melvin is a perfectly good keeper as well. And I think that we yeah. were all after, you know, his first performance, we were like, oh, OK, it's good that we have a, a backup who's yeah. also a starter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, for sure. I remember. I remember last season when we had to um, when we we played Obadal for that one uh, one or two games or whatever. And his first game, I think he he conceded three or four goals, and that's when we were like, oh, okay, our goal, our keeper depth is not very good. <laughs> 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 but uh, it's good this season. Yep, for yeah, you know sure that is. for sure. And actually, you know, there's another question here that's kind of like that too. Who's the best GK in the league, and why is it Ingham? Um, <laughs> do, you, I mean, do you think do you think Nate's the best uh, goalkeeper in the league this season? Honestly, I would say I would put him up there. I would say he's probably tied for best. And please don't kill me, ATO fans out there. I would say he's probably tied for best with... I like... Yeah, he's probably tied for best with with either... Fuck, man. That's a tough one. Why would you give me this question? I know. Well, the thing is, is that the fact that you have a hard time to say that is that he's not tied with anyone. He's the best. Yeah, he's the you best keeper in the you league. You know what? There, there you go. I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm just gonna come out and say it. Uh, Nathan Ingham is the best keeper in the league. Um, I mean, and, he has the, the most. I think he has the most clean sheets. I think. I believe he does. I yeah, believe he does. So I know. I know that Forge also rocks. get lots of clean sheets. Forge don't give up a lot of goals, and but the you know as I know it's kind of a narrative now, but Forge also has an extremely solid backline, and so do we. But we we receive a whole lot more shots on target than Forge does. Yeah. So you know, Nathan Nathan has to you know outperform his expected goals against a lot more. And uh, well, and, and, I, and again, doesn't, between like, between UI and literally everyone that's listening to this, I don't think that that Tristan Henry is a, a, that good. No, um, he's extremely so, average. Yeah. So so again, we're we're blessed because we have the, probably the no, we don't have probably we have the best defensive line <laughs> in the league, and then behind them we have probably the best keeper in the league. So. Yep. You know, we're just we're just too massive. We're just so massive, massive that all of our lines are the best lines in the league. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm totally impartial when I say that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you're all, and now you're going to believe us. Yeah, we're going to win the league because we're going. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, oh, man. Speaking of, did you see uh, I think it was, was it Platt or KJ re- retweeted that uh, one of their old tweets from like literally the start of the season where they're like, I don't know why I think this, but like uh, Atletico Ottawa is going to win the league. It's Jenkins. Like, it's yeah, Jenkins. Jenkins. Yeah, I was like, holy he fuck. On, he said it on Discord. I remember <laughs> off, off season Jenkins actually makes quite a few appearances in the Discord. And yeah. um, he, he came into our channel and he's like, I don't I don't know how to explain it, but uh, Ottawa's a playoff team. And then yeah, he tweeted that out again. I was like, get in. <laughs> 
I love it. it. That's some that's some early season crystal ball shit. I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, yeah, let me put this one to you. Uh, next yellow for Diego means that he misses two games. Oh boy. Uh, our most solid defender may be missing at the worst time. Can Neba step up? He started strong, but has been absent for a while. Do we even have enough defenders to park the bus? So um, I think that in the next two games, um, he'll probably get another yellow and then get that suspension. However, there is wording. Yeah, that the league's actual that. website. I saw that. We were all worried. It was like, oh, was okay. Like, oh, they're not resetting it. Yeah. Do the yellows reset? Do they do they stay? However, which which, which they fucking shouldn't. They should fucking reset at playoff time. Like it would be dumb to carry yellows into the playoffs. Well, this in my is, opinion. okay. This is <laughs> here's what I'm getting at here. On the league website, it says the following matches shall be exempt from any automatic period of suspension arising from accumulation of oh, cautions. Oh, here we the go. The following matches are the final round of the Canadian Championship. Mm-hmm. And the championship matches of the CPL championship matches. matches. Oh, a typo's so going to cost them. A typo's so going to cost the boys. <laughs> that would lead anyone to believe that they are yeah. not referring to just the final, which mm-hmm. they call the final all over that document. They are probably refer- one would assume they are referring to the entire playoffs. Okay, but and the if fact this is that true, the fact that we're debating this right now shows how fucking amateur this league is. <laughs> like, I know, I know. It should just say the playoffs. Yes, but it should. <laughs> if this is true, and yellow card accumulation does not count for the playoffs, then that will be just. A huge weight off of our shoulders because we have multiple players just waiting mm-hmm. to be suspended <laughs> yes yes we do yeah i looked at the yellow card accumulation list uh, earlier today and i was like oh boy yeah. it's a little <laughs> bit rough <laughs> yeah so um again i think that it, and i know dan had talked about this i think it was dan um in the group chat or maybe it was thomas or somebody in the group chat was talking about it um and that rule um my biggest concern is the fact that the candidate like fucking can premier league seems to just make up rules as they go so my concern is they're gonna be like well no we actually meant that that was just the final and like blah blah." so which i could see them doing um however if we're being honest and open and transparent as an organization that to me is pretty clear what that means that means matches Canadian yeah. championship matches, plural, means all of the matches in the Canadian championship, including the semis and the final. Yep. So, That's my hope, anyways. We should probably reach out to someone on Twitter, but we might just get a bullshit answer, kind of like the uh, the whole under 21 minutes thing. We'll see. Yeah, so anyway, <laughs> fucking law- lawyered Canadian Premier League. That's yeah, what you lawyered. just got. Johnny just lawyered you. <laughs> He's like, uh, ask per uh, para 2.4 of the... Ask per the agreement <laughs> on the website and the documents. Um, <laughs> there's another question that's kind of like that too, actually. As Tabla picked up his suspension yellow, do you expect the other players on yellow card accumulation to get carded in Nova Scotia? And, you know, if they do count for the playoffs, yeah, I mean, you'd probably do some shady friggin' Sergio Ramos shit and be like, all right, everyone get yellows. So that- <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you got, you know, back in the day when you got kids with chicken pox, it's like, all right, everyone go to their house. Everyone get it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I, I- there's no way we don't get yellows like they're really just there just isn't in this league there's there's very few referees that give valid multiple valid cards in a Mm -hmm. game Uh, most of them are kind of bullshit you get the odd one or two that actually like make sense um but like i mean it's just impossible i think um especially when you have like the you know the dujics out there who are generally very card happy um Mm -hmm. 
So that would be a huge concern for us. Uh, mm-hmm. But I mean, again, that all hinges on the interpretation of the very vague rules that CanPL has put on mm-hmm. their website. Yeah. So please clarify the rule and please also make it so that it doesn't carry into the playoffs, please. That would be fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. I'm going to shoot this one to you because obviously right. it's a bigger deal for you. If Ottawa hosts the final, will you be there? <laughs> um, again, will yeah. you fly across an ocean to come I, to the Canadian I, Premier League I, final? I have enough points on my credit card. I will f- promise here and now that if I can make the final, I will. Um, you know what? Yeah, I, I should be able to take the time off, even if it's just to come home for a weekend um, and watch some <laughs> footy uh, and be there when we win the Canadian Premier League. Because we're gonna win it. Because we're gonna win the league. Yeah, you heard I, it here. I don't even. I don't even care about jet lag. That's whatever, man. <laughs> I'll survive you know off coffee and beer. Beers. Mm. <laughs> so yes, I will come home for the play playoff final if we make it. Slash, when we'll we hold make you it. to it. Yes. And you know what? I also will because I'm only a two hour train right away <laughs> and not across an ocean. <laughs> true. True. Um, all right. Well, let's close up the mailbag with this last one, which is a good one. <laughs> yeah. uh, with Atletico clinching a playoff spot, how much should we charge per seat on the bandwagon? <laughs> $69. Ooh, nice. I love it. Because, because it's the sex number and it's funny. <laughs> Yeah, I love this because, like, you know, you and I both know full well that mm. when we make the well, the fact that we made the playoffs, if we make the final, there are going to be so many bandwagon fans at TD Place. It's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. Gonna be awesome. Gonna I'm gonna it's, it's, yeah. It's, yeah, I mean, it's Ottawa. You know, we are very we like a winning team. You know, yeah. I mean, look at look at how look at Sen's attendance in 2007 compared to like last season. So yeah, if if we get the whole city hyped up for this fucking soccer team being in the playoffs, I think uh, incredible bandwagon things are going to happen. And you know yes. what? I'm here for it. Yep. Oh, we, we anything that anything that grows the profile of this club in this city is uh, is a positive. Yes, agreed, agreed. So, um, yeah. So we'll see all you uh, casual fans who might be listening to this. We'll see you guys at TD Place in the finals. Yep. <laughs> we'll see you in the dub. <laughs> Speaking of the dub, congratulations to Bryce, the Bryce Maestro, Crossman. the man, yes. CCSG supporter of the year. Yes. Yeah. You know what? Very well Take deserved. Very well yeah. deserved. Um, the man is like the architect of most of our best meme lore. Um, yeah. He's That's the one who, who made the Hollywood sign, Wally the T-Rex, uh, the sing-along signs for the fan sections. He repaired and hand-painted the drum that we use for home games. Uh, man, Bryce, yeah, he tirelessly supports the group, uh, the team. Uh, brings his kids to as many games as humanly possible. Um, I don't think there's anyone out there that's more deserving than Bryce. So, Bryce, we love you. Congratulations. That's really, really awesome to see. Uh, yeah, I the, think the, it was the supporters group recognize all of your hard work. Absolutely. It was. Pre- I think it was pretty unanimous as well. It was just. It was. It was. It was. <laughs> yeah. The amount of work that 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 goes into that shit. And like, yeah, like you said, it's all, all of our meme lore basically uh, comes mm-hmm. from this. You know, yep. T Rex, Hollywood. It's, it's 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 all great. Yep. So, so yeah, keep it up. Keep it up, Bryce. Legend. Legend. We're going to have Absolutely. to put uh we're going to have to put something in the charter that says you can't win it two years in a row because otherwise he'll just win it every year. <laughs> <laughs> true. True. <laughs> and if you didn't see, um, it comes with a really cool mug. Stein, oh yeah. Beer yeah. Stein thing that, uh, that Dan Duff designed and it yeah. looks fucking sick. Yeah. It makes me really want one. So yeah. <laughs> watch out, Bryce. Exactly. I'm for you. <laughs> watch out. <laughs> 
step my game up. If, yeah. you, if you flew back every other week to go to games, then you'd probably win it next season. <laughs> I would be like the most frequent flyer on like Baltic yeah. Airways. Exactly. <laughs> hey guys, another game. I'm like, yeah, I'm ready to be tired. <laughs> I'm ready to be tired. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of supporter stuff, watch oh, parties. GCP. Man, They're I, even more banging every single week. Uh, every time I see clips or whatever of the watch parties, I get like massive t- trademark homesickness like holy <laughs> shit like and it's funny because because in my in my job ottawa is the the you know not a place everyone wants to go so it's funny because yeah. people are like oh like do you like ottawa like whatever and i'm like i love ottawa and it's not i mean the city's pretty good like the whatever mm. But I mean, it's again, it's it's not exactly the most exciting metropolis, but I love Ottawa because of this club and this supporters yeah. group. And every time yeah. I see them, I'm like, oh, like I've been away from Ottawa for a month. And like, I just see how much fun everyone's having at the GCP on game night. Like, mm-hmm. I wish I could just teleport myself there. Yeah. Um, you know, electric vibes. Uh, I even heard that some of the Bytown boys jumped ship to the GCP this week, which is great. There you go. Well, yeah. we're magnetic. Uh, we're magnetic. So, so to me, that says a lot about what we're mm-hmm. what we built there. Um, I love seeing the ATO flag that comes out on match day. Um, shout Red out to Blair. Sick. Yeah. To Blair, the owner of GCP, for being such a kick-ass partner for our watch parties. Um, it's yeah. awesome, man. I love I love what we've built there. Um, it makes me sad when I see it in in the best way, I guess, yeah. if you were going to say. <laughs> in the best way. Well, yeah. it's, uh, me too, man. I mean, like, can you can you imagine what that room was like uh, after that bicycle kick goal? Um, oh, it would have been scenes. Know. It would have been absolute yeah. scenes. Um, I mean, yeah. I guess we saw, and we saw like a lot of that, the footage of, of that. Uh, Megan, you know, takes videos and stuff and drops it yeah. in the chat. Yeah. And, I, and I love it. Um, it makes me feel like I'm there. Um, it is fun too, because like, you know, that everyone's there and like the, the, the CCSG chat is just like blowing up with like everyone, like a play will happen and you'd be like, oh, God damn it. Like, like, like yeah. you know, yeah. like who's coming on the subs? Like, yeah. So uh, I do, I, I will shout out to the CCSG's other CCSGers for updating the, uh, the group chat with things, even if a yeah. lot of them are at the watch party together, because it keeps people like me and Patty in the loop when we're not yes. there. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. So thank you for that. Uh, we, we love it. So, yeah. um, yeah, if you haven't been to a watch party, definitely check one out, uh, this, this Saturday when, uh, when we play against Halifax away. Absolutely. This Saturday. Yep. Speaking of, uh, this Saturday. The, I, I actually am led to believe that the hot this week's hot stove will be on the gay day of the Whoa. game earlier in the day behind enemy lines Bennett baby is going to be behind enemy lines he's going to be in Halifax so yeah. tune in for that <laughs> yeah and he's going to be sporting the boys and stripes in the stinky porta potty that is Wanderers grounds uh, it won't be recorded so strap in and expect some you know Carolina Reaper levels of spicy takes I think there's going to be a lot <laughs> when, Eddie, when, when Eddie says days in advance that it's not going to be recorded you know <laughs> you know there's going to be some hot takes on there <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah yeah i have no doubt that'll be one for the ages full of gems uh joe like joey and patrick and jonathan like you know all the all the folks that have chimed in yeah. on on previous uh hot stoves uh as well as you know some real clown ass paste eating takes from no finish if he tunes in <laughs> um so yeah yeah if you if you haven't tuned into any of them all season this will be a good one <laughs> you're gonna have to tune into this one you're gonna have to tune into this one i'm hoping that he goes to a pub beforehand and uh chats with some actual uh wander supporters there 
yeah I yeah that, that might be, be and maybe like invite them to you know listen in on the hot stove you know give yeah. them the link or whatever um i know like my buddy who's the wanderers fan he's going to the game on saturday and i said like yeah. hey man like do you want to jump onto the hot stove he's like what the fuck is that and then, <laughs> and then i explained it to him and he's like oh yeah that sounds good like he's like i might not talk but like i'll come on and listen and so i'm like yeah i mean if we can pull in more more fans you know more the merrier in the hot stove oh, yeah. um but uh, just don't come if you're not you know prepared to get burned exactly exactly but uh <laughs> don't yeah. like the heat and get out of the kitchen yeah speaking of clowns though our next match is against halifax there you go yeah <laughs> uh yeah they need to win every one of their last games and have certain other teams lose in order to even have a whiff of the playoffs yeah so it won't, it won't happen yeah, it's, it's but, not gonna um, happen yeah so well I mean, which it's it's gonna be an interesting game because obviously, uh, you know, they have a coach that desperately wants to keep his job. They have players that desperately want to keep their jobs. Um, mm. And they've been having a pretty mediocre season. So I think it's their last home game of the season, if I'm not mistaken. So Yeah, I think their last game of the season's away. They might really want to put a show on for the yep. last one. Yeah, I mean, our record's, uh, I mean, record's not the best. It's, you know, four wins, two draws, four losses. No. Um, so, I mean, yeah, it's kind of a toss up game. Um, a W would eliminate them from the playoffs, which would be awesome. And a hilarious repeat of last year. We do it at Wanderers grounds. would be fucking hilarious. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, repeat. Except, that, that would be some PTSD there, except it yeah. would be even worse because this time we're, we're at the top of the table. Yeah, not the instead bottom. of the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> So for the just for the just for the memes, please do it. Yeah. Let it go. Please yeah. do that. <laughs> please give us the memes. Yeah. We want yeah. the memes. Plus they're making dunk on their fans because their fans get real salty sometimes when we play them. So that's mm, true. That's true. Yep. And Eddie's gonna be there too. So if they lose uh, and they just look across and just see his smiling fucking uh, face looking at man. them, they're gonna lose. I am worried. <laughs> I'm worried about Eddie if we win in Halifax and he's in the stand. I'm 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 worried about his safety. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. And we saw how ineffective their security is. So like <laughs> I don't know that's if uh, I think he might be in trouble. So Eddie, please stay safe. Jesse, please, please take care of Eddie. <laughs> yes, please take care of him. Yes, or you know, just while out, just like he does. I don't, know, whatever. You know, you're yeah, you're adults. Just, <laughs> just, just, just don't get beat up because I, I feel yeah. like you know, there's a very high chance of that <laughs> if, if we win. <laughs> so that is that their last game of the season. It won't be ours because we made the playoffs. If Fuck you yeah. want to be. <laughs> Playoff tickets are available by like, emailing. It's great. We're the most villainous team all season. I love it. <laughs> like, it's very fun. It's very fun. Uh, um, playoff ticket. Apparently, this has been a bit of a thing. Playoff tickets uh, are available by emailing Max at ATO Ticket Office since the Ticketmaster link is fucked up. Shocker. But uh, <laughs> anyone with season tickets automatically gets playoff ones from what we gather. Yeah, yeah. If you log into your Ticketmaster and then you go in the right left, sorry, left menu and you hit like payments or some shit in the, I don't know. Anyway, it's on the chat, but you can find them and then it comes up as like whatever your season ticket is Mm -hmm. times, in my case, I have two season tickets. So times two, it's 36, whatever, but it's 18 bucks, but we automatically get tickets because we're season ticket holders. Uh, You still have to pay for them, but we, we have them reserved. Us, oh, okay is, yeah there you go yeah. yeah so if you have any questions you need help going through the process just uh yeah just reach out to the ato ticket office they'll be uh more than yeah, happy they'll to help you out you. yeah they'll help you out because you're gonna want to be there yeah you're gonna, gonna be there. historic 
It's going to be loud. Uh, speaking of speaking of playoffs, we have new CCSG merch with playoff. Hell yes, we do. And they are so good. Cool. They are so good. So We've good. got the playoffs are massive shirt, yep. which is that's, you know, that's our slogan going forward because playoffs are massive because we're massive. Um, exactly. We have, uh, and Carlos, we trust. Oh, I believe love it. is one. Love it. Yep. Uh, I believe we have the Hollywood is special for the playoffs too. I think. Yep. I think so. The shirt, yep. the Hollywood shirt. Yeah, the Hollywood sign. That's that's a classic. I'm probably gonna get that one to be honest. Yeah, I love. Um, I love. I love Ollie Bassett. So of course I'll get that one. Yeah. That's a great one. Yep. So new playoff merch in the store. Patty, what else is there to say? We're massive. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean we're we're super massive. Um, you know, shouts out, hats off to Dan Duff for the design on those uh, post game, um, shirts and really all of our merch. Um, the man is a wizard um but uh yeah we're we're huge we're, we're hugely massive uh, <laughs> uh especially because man like i just i can't get over the the turnaround this team has made the inroads that the supporters group has made with the team i mean like i i love it i love watching i love tuning in even when we're away watching seeing the gcp and then tuning in when we're at home and seeing the you know the dub just popping off um all kinds of crazy shit going on there so um i think if we can keep this momentum going into the playoffs because we're going into the playoffs um i think we're i think we're sitting pretty um i think we have a chance to win it all uh i would love to see us top of the table and win playoffs mm-hmm. that would just be like yeah. double uh double hardware would be to do the double and i was thinking about that today because i don't think any team uh has done it because when forge won i think Cavs topped the table both times yep. um and then pacific won they didn't top the table i they don't think. Um, I think so yeah. you know if we could top the table and do the double and hit the playoffs as well honestly uh, if we top the table that would be so much more relief for me for my mental health going into the playoffs because there, i feel like there'll be less pressure because we'll already have gone away with the trophy you yep. know what i mean I know yeah, so, so, that seems like a weirdly unambitious take, but I think it's it's it, it would just be it would just make me more calm. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like it's like we we already made the playoffs, which is our first kind of like huge coup win of the season. Yeah. Um, and then if we got first place, that would be a second. And then if we got you know if we won the playoffs, be trifecta. And I would just yeah. like. I don't even know, man. I don't even know what would happen. <laughs> I don't even know. I can't even fathom that what would happen. Um, yeah. I know. I know they've talked about it, like, like, let's do a boat parade down the Rideau, and I'm like, that would be amazing. Hell yeah. Amazing. Whenever I think about our current uh, situation, I think of you know that meme when uh, Paul Rudd was on Hot Ones. Oh like, yes. Who, who, who never thought that uh, we'd be here? Huh? Yeah, look at us. Not me. Look at us. Not me. <laughs> look at us. Not me. <laughs> and that's that's what I look at. You know, comparing right now to you know the beginning of the season or even just last season or the entire existence of this team until now. Who would have thought yeah. we'd be here? Not me. Well, and here we are. So uh, so everyone out there in the CCSG sphere, um, keep going to the games, keep going to the watch parties, and keep on supporting the boys in stripes. Drink it in. Let's do it. Y'all vamos. Let's move to the playoffs. We're in the playoffs. We're in the fucking playoffs. (laughs) 